good in the good. Did you see the memo about this? Yeah. It's good. It's good. I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. Welcome to the Good and the Good. This is Amy. I'm your host, joined by my husband, sexy life partner, father of my children, Ray. What up? <laughs> and today's guest is my mentor, counselor, supreme leader. Supreme leader. Okay. <laughs> His preferred title is Tim. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tim. No, it's a pleasure to be here. I've known Tim for about eight years now. He is a very big part of my life, my career development. Like I said, he's a mentor. I'm not using these words lightly. He's like Yoda and I am Skywalker. Oh, snap. Ooh, you give yourself yes. the Skywalker title? That's pretty <laughs> Yes, old. I am. Okay. I'm the main character of my own story, babe. I got you. All right. But just I'm much taller than Yoda. Oh, yes, you are. And we have much more hair. That's right. <laughs> Not as green either. So. Yup. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's get started. Babe, what's your good for the week? Oh, I'm starting us off today. Yes, you are. All right. So my good this week is uh, baseball. As baseball is kicking off, spring training's in full effect. I'm excited for baseball. It's one of my pastimes. I know it's not America's pastime anymore. I feel like football is kind of taking over, but baseball is just so awesome like you can take the whole family out it's way cheaper to go to a game than it is to go to any other sport it's a true american um, sport it's a true american sport and and like just the whole experience right who doesn't love to go to the ballpark have a beer and a dog watch a game you don't even have to know what you're watching to have a good time you know catching fly balls and stuff it's a lot of fun it's something i've watched since i was a kid and go giants go giants <laughs> probably not going to be that great this year but that's okay that's okay um, so yeah, baseball. I'm excited for the season. Do you remember your first game? In person or yeah. my first in-person game, we went to uh, Royals and Orioles game when we were in, I want to say Kansas City. I could have been in Maryland at the time. I've lived in both places. So. Uh -huh. um, but funny story from that event, right? So I was maybe nine years old and I wanted to get an autograph. So I had a baseball. I went down after the game, went down by the dugouts and I'm reaching over to hand my ball to Cal Ripken Jr. I'm oh. not sure if you're familiar with Cal Ripken Jr. I've heard of him. He has the uh, MLB record for most consecutive games played. It's a stupid number that no one's ever going to get close to. This man played for, I want to say... 13 or 14 seasons without missing a game. That is work ethic Ever. right there. Wow. Wild. One of one of the craziest records that exists in sports. He was also very sports. gorgeous. Cal Ripken was? Oh, was, that I was, mean, I'm that's, throwing that out there. That's for you. I was nine years old at the time. I wasn't <laughs> checking him out. Um, but so I'm reaching over to give him uh, the baseball and a bunch of people are do, trying to do the same thing. And these are adults. And the adults damn near pushed me over the railing into the dugout. Cal Ripken saw this happening, reached up, pushed me back so I didn't fall, then grabbed my ball and signed it, handed it to me. Amazing guy. At nine years old, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Cal Ripken saved my life. That's a fantastic story. Yeah. Thank you. I still have that ball to this day. 
Where is it? It is in my bedroom. On the, it's on our shelf. Oh, yeah. You've it's in our collectible it. shelf. Yeah, it's on our collectible shelf. It's signed. It's in a case. Uh, not worth very much because the man signed so many autographs. So that's And that's okay. That one has a personal connection to me. Um, so I like that. Um, yeah. My what? One of my favorite pastimes, though, when I was growing up was I'd get home from school and I'd put on the Braves were always on TNT or TBS, one of the two. So I'd always put on a Braves game and I'd lay on the couch and I'd fall asleep and take a nap. That's best after school routine I ever had. That is. I watched Saved by the Bell after school. But... Saved by the Bell, yeah. Did you watch TV at all as a kid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but this was a long time ago. It was. A... <laughs> but there was TV back then. We had TV. In color and everything. In color and everything. <laughs> My first TV was black and white. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. think that's a great... I, I love baseball. We've been to games before. We'll yeah. fly to San Francisco to watch a game. We've been to the 51s games. Oh, those are the best. Those were good. Aviators now. Now they're the aviators. Which um, is still fun games and a much nicer park. It is. It is. No dollar beer nights anymore, though, so that's kind of sad. I didn't realize that. They're $2 beer nights. Oh. Yep. yep. Rude. I like it. Inflation. Don't Inflation. even get me started. <laughs> My friends and I actually wanted to do like a girls' trip to spring training in Arizona. Girls trip? What the hell? Yeah, because we love baseball. Yeah, I'm sure that's what you're going for. I want to go to spring training. Balls and bats. Balls. Just kidding. They have really good... Oh, okay, never mind. All right. They're not wearing football <laughs> tights, babe. What are you... <laughs> I know. Well, that's good. Did you did you have more you wanted to add? No, I used to work in a baseball at the for the 51s. That was fun. I did uh, pitch tracking, so my job was to set up uh, cameras we had three cameras, one above each dugout and one out in the center field wall. Another fun story that happened when I was working this job, yes. I was fixing a camera in the center, the one behind the center field wall. So I'm up on a ladder fixing the camera because it wasn't working. Couldn't fix it at the time. So I called, I had to call my boss. So I got down off the ladder. I'm not going to make the phone call standing up there. Get down off the ladder, walk a few steps away from the wall, make the call. I turn around back towards the center field wall. I'm on the outside of it, right? A ball. I see a ball flying over the wall and it hits me square in the sternum and I killed over and could not breathe. And then I, I like finally get up and look inside and then the center fielder is throwing the ball back and forth. He looks over at me, he goes, you good? I was like, I'm good, I'm good. And then he was like, all right. <laughs> so that was fun. Kept that ball as well, have that in my house yep, too. Yeah, I remember that one, yeah. I remember that story. Hey, that was a great job. That's when you got quality jobs on Craigslist. Yeah, it was a Craigslist job, yeah. We got paid 50, what was it, 50 bucks a game? 50 to bucks a game. I got to sit in the press box, they feed me. Of course at Cashman the food wasn't great, it was always burger or hot dog. Baseball food, that's fine. 50 bucks a game, and they, you know, play a three or four game set, and then they'd play, they'd go on the road, so I'd be off. But then they let me do uh, remote, games. remote games, so I would I would actually check other people's work. So that was fun. That was a really fun job. I wish it paid more. I'd still be doing it. <laughs> but those kind of jobs don't pay that much, because they know anyone's willing Anyone to do, do it. it. Yeah. The, the difference with baseball is you have to actually have a knowledge of baseball to do that job, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't mm-hmm. just be a a casual fan and understand that job it was a it was a pretty intensive like i don't want not intensive is not the right word but it was a pretty thorough interview process for them to understand that you know what you're talking about you know baseball yeah so luckily i nailed that and you know that was a fun job it's a good time cool and that's i like what's it good. looking forward to the season see where we're at all right uh, mike so i've i've like, what am I going to talk about? Am I going to try to be G-rated this time around? Um, so I am, actually. I think I'm going to stick to it. Um, 
I think my good is that change is inevitable. It's guaranteed, just like death and taxes are. You, wherever you're at right now, exactly where you're sitting, wherever you are in your life right now, it's going to be different at some point. It's, you're not going to be the same place you are. So that could be good and that could be bad, right? Some people will say, oh, that's bad. I like where I'm at. I think it's good because if it's because you have complete control of where you want to be. So if you're unhappy where you're at, you can do something to make a change. That's a fact. Right. Yeah. That's a yeah. fact. And I'm like, I, I choose to look at it that way. You know, like the times when I'm like kind of like in a bad mood or whatever, I'm just kind of like, well, this isn't going to be my forever. I'll have things like where I was 10 years ago was very different from where I am now. Right. And things changed for that to happen. A I, 10 year reflection. That's, oh, yeah. Like if you look back that far, I feel like nothing's the same from 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years ago, we had no children. Fact. They're like the best things to ever happen to us. We mm-hmm. were blessed with amazing kids. Yeah. Um, I went back to school because I thought that I used to think that college was trash and a waste of money uh, because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. But I chose a degree that has a return in investment. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, so, yeah, my good for this week is change because you are in control of how your life is going to turn out. If you don't like where you're at, you can do something about it. That's true. I didn't have a beard 10 years ago. No. Can you imagine that, Tim? Uh, yeah, that's that's something. I have <laughs> only known you with your beard. Yeah, as most people around in this building, the same, yeah. And for, for the folks decade. that need the visual, yeah. you know, um, Ray's beard makes him look something like a kung fu master. True. <laughs> that is the second time I've heard that today. Yeah, no. Today? And today. Oh, yeah. I, he gets yeah. Mr. Miyagi, he gets Steve Aoki. The Steve I, Aoki one I don't see. Look, the, I, the bottom line is, is that if I saw you in a bar and you got in my face, I would just kind of say, I see your point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. That's what the beard was designed to do because without it, I just look like I'm 15 years old. Well, you you do have a youthful look. Mm, It's that Asian skin. (laughs) I'm envious. (laughs) So our guest today is Tim. Um, Tim is a big part of my life changes. Uh, whenever I ask him for advice, like, oh, you know, my financial issues. He uh, advised us before. You should sell your house and move back in with your parents. Great advice. Great advice. Right. All over he it. did a great job on that. A couple years back, I was like, Tim, I want to lose weight. And he said, do this, do that. And I was able to lose weight. And so I was like, we got to invite Tim on this podcast because he's really good at giving advice. So today, what are you going to share with our listeners? What kind of advice? Well, I'm going to put it this way. You see, I would describe myself as more or less a man that's pretty good at getting whatever he wants. Okay. Okay. Some people would refer to me as an entitled white guy. (laughs) Sure. I will leave that for other people to go ahead and um, <laughs> decide. But from 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 where I sit, I'm a man that is pretty good at getting what it is that I want. And um, the the purpose of uh, my discussion here is to help other people understand some of the tricks of the trade. Okay, I like right. this. A little insight so, into the white privilege. Is that what we're? <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. All these hashtags I get to put on our podcast. For and sure. then I'm hoping that it'll like bring up more viewers, you know? So oh, that's 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 all a fair point. So I'll, I think I'll go ahead and start by um, telling some stories. All right. So, um, Ray, did I ever tell you about the time that um, I busted my father out of a hospital? No, this sounds fascinating. Yeah. So, um, it, my, my dad was a Vietnam veteran. Right. He was a, uh, he worked in construction for 40 years. If you saw him, he was a big and imposing man. Okay. But the apple of his eye and the center of his universe in his older years was a little toy dog chihuahua named Buffy. Aww. I know. So I cute. Know. Yeah. Well, my father had to have uh, hip replacement surgery. Okay. Um, and when he had his hip replacement surgery, um, was right around the time that uh, the little toy dog Chihuahua was really on her last leg. Um, and candidly, she was dying. Sure. Um, and uh, my dad had had his surgery done, and the hospital wanted to keep him for an extra couple of days. Debatable whether or not that was just because the meter was running and Medicare was paying. But um, in, in any case, my dad wanted to go ahead and see his little toy dog, Chihuahua, before she passed on sure. and everything. Um, so... I went ahead and I busted him out. Now, Ray, did I go ahead and ask anybody that worked at the hospital if I could take him out? I'm going to guess no. No, no, no. That would be stupid. That, <laughs> that would be stupid. Would be dumb, yes. You know, that is a sure way. You know, I mean, it's like they say, it is better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. Okay. So what did I do? I walked in there like I owned the place. I walked into my dad's uh, room. He was in ICU. He had already pulled out all of his um, IVs, and he was kind of bleeding all over the place. And <laughs> I went ahead and kind of helped with some of his wounds and everything and got him kind of uh, prepared to go, uh, Put on, uh, helped him with his sweatshirt. He, he wasn't able to walk, so I needed to go ahead and get a, uh, a wheelchair. So I, I look outside the room and I see that uh, there's a bunch of nurses standing around this wheelchair and everything. Now, Amy, did I go over <laughs> and ask for the wheelchair? Of course not. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I walked over there, you know, chest out, eyes up, head on a swivel, walked right up to those folks and just said, um, excuse me, I'm just going to go ahead and borrow this for a moment. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> just like walk. that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Then I walk on over leisurely, uh -huh. you know, load my dad up into um, the thing, and we're off for our getaway. <laughs> the catch is this, is that my dad, he didn't want to go the route that I knew to go. He, he wanted to go a different route. Okay, so um, he, he took me a different route and I ended up in a secure area of the hospital oh. where they do all the, the operations and so on and so forth. How did I end up in that secure area? It's because one of the other nurses went ahead and held the door for me. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, and and why? Because you know, I look like I belong. Act like you belong. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, and when I say look like I belong, what I mean is I deliberately make eye contact. I'm friendly. I'm. Um, uh, I, I'm leisurely in my walk and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I'm in this secure area and trying to figure out how to get out when um, I'm approached by a, a nurse who says, um, well, where are you going and everything? And I, I said to her, I was like, oh, well, my father's been discharged and I'm just helping him out and uh, looks like I made a wrong turn. Can you point me on the and she was like oh yeah sure I'll, I'll help you on the way out your dad was discharged huh you don't have a nurse to go ahead and uh take take you out that's odd i work in icu and all of our patients are walked out by nurses and everything and i i turned to her and i said i guess they're just not doing that anymore <laughs> <laughs> budget cuts. Go budget figure. Budget cuts. Those damn budget Write your cuts. senator. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, she she gets me to the uh, exit um, where, of course, there was a security guard on the other side and everything. I nod to the security guard. He nods to me. And then I'm uh, walking my dad out, um, still in the wheelchair. I load him up into my truck. And then I bring the wheelchair on back and I wave to the receptionist lady and I say, I'm just going to go ahead and leave this here for you guys. Thanks. Have that a great day. That was nice day. of you. Yeah. At least returned the cart. Well, I did. <laughs> but cart. I mean, it was at least, I don't know, 30 feet away from where she was. And mm-hmm. um, so anyway, that that was her problem. Okay. <laughs> so that's one example. Um, but I have more. Oh, yeah. Yes. So there was the time that 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 I was working at Deloitte, Um, which is an accounting firm. Yeah. 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 It's one of the world's largest professional services firms. And I was kind of a green pea, low level person at this time. I'd only been working for, I want to say, like two years. Anyway, I got sent on an errand where I was supposed to go into a secure area of a building where I would go ahead and access financial records and um, bring them back to uh, the more senior people in the audit. Okay, now I wasn't on this job. No one knew me or anything. I was just doing a favor because someone needed something in a pinch. So the audit manager goes ahead and preps me, and she tells me about all the things to say and do when I am stopped by security, and she halfway thought that there was no way that I was going to get through. Okay. Sure. But here again. Lo and behold. I walked in like I owned the place. (laughs) (laughs) I nodded to security. This is another trick is that people that don't belong places don't make eye contact. So always make eye contact. I mean, what's the worst thing that can possibly happen there, right? That makes sense. You can get tackled, I mean. <laughs> like, not real. Oh, oh, I pray, 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 pray that somewhere I am pulling something where I'm kind of pushing my luck and I get tackled. Really? <laughs> yes. That's a story. Because, because then I will retire. <laughs> 
Okay. I, oh, man. No, no, no. Ray, if something like that happened to uh-huh. me, you realize that I'm going down like I was just fouled in soccer. Okay. <laughs> You know, I'll be all, you know, I ain't, I'm not getting up till the ambulance comes, but. He's going to be like, uh, is there a Friday? He's going to be, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. There you go. You, you have the idea. So anyway, um, <clears throat> so I, I go past the first bank of security folks, and then I uh, get up to the area where I see a receptionist. Again, nod to the receptionist. On my way in, I stopped somebody in in the hall, just said, hey, I'm Tim. I need to get to where your really, really sensitive records are. Can you point me in the right direction? Oh, here you go, sir. <laughs> That's how you worded it? You s- no, I didn't oh, say it exactly <laughs> like that. But I need to see your super I top mean, secret stuff, guys. <laughs> but I mean, come on, guys. I mean, I, I'm, I'm more than a little bit surprised at how easy some of this is. Okay. You Their know. controls weren't working. Yeah, no, no doubt. You know, um, I, I showed up and uh, a lady basically handed off in a flash drive all the keys to their kingdom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, and then I went ahead and uh, marched on out of the building um, again, nodded to security on my way out, you know, and uh, was on my way. But that's not the only story that I have. <laughs> How you impressed know? was your manager? Was uh, she like, great job, Tim, or she just took the flash drive from you and like... No, everybody was really impressed. Oh, nice. <laughs> They're like, what? How'd you do that? Yeah, yeah. So um, there was another time I was still at the time working at Deloitte. I was on vacation visiting a friend in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And um, I I needed to make a conference call. And he was a loan officer with Wells Fargo. Um, and he, he said, oh, okay, well, you know, there, there's a conference room at the bank. You know, and I was like, okay, fine. So... Um, he wasn't able to go with me or anything. He just kind of dropped me off and then, you know, ran some errands. So, um, again, I walked into the bank like I owned the place, <laughs> opened up the conference room, go ahead, close the door, lock it, you know. Um, lock the door. That's right. <laughs> and then go ahead and I use their conference room phone to go ahead and um, make my call. Was it I a long-distance phone call? Well, I, yes, but, I mean, it had a um, uh, the toll-free number. Oh, the 800 this was, number. Okay. Yes, okay. yes, yes. This is this is going way back, um, you know, when they still had those. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyhow, I'm sitting there, and I'm taking my notes, and it's a conference room in a bank, which has plenty of windows in it. Sure. So, of course, I can feel the weight of the stare of some power trippy woman over here okay and of course i pay no attention to her (laughs) what is she gonna do to me right you know so anyway um i finish my call and everything and go ahead and open up the uh, conference room and sure enough as soon as i walk out she's like so are you gonna tell me who you are i turned to her and i said I'm Tim. I'm Tim. <laughs> she goes she goes like this. She goes, I'm Susan. I said, Hi. She goes, So 
Do you work for the bank? No. So do you work in real estate? No. So you just kind of use someone's conference room? <laughs> if I need to. How pissed was she And then I finished it with saying, have a good day. <laughs> Walked my way out nice and leisurely. Okay. Go ahead. Right. What are you going to do about it? Kick my ass. That's what my dad used to say. I, candidly, I, I learned most of this from my dad. And so, I mean, the, the, the pointers that I have for, for the group. Okay, well, okay. It helps that I'm like, if, if you were going to go ahead and describe me, I'm clean cut and shaven. Sure. Okay. Sure. I mean, I basically look like I could be... My one, accountant. Well, for sure, for sure. Um, yes, no one meets me and says, "You're probably a firefighter, right?" Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't get that. I don't get that. Accountant, actuary, you know, Tim something like that. Tim has a Nordstrom personal shopper, so. Well, that he's... too, but you know, I mean, I I would say I, I would I I'd say that you know I kind of look like I could be one of the dads on a 1950s sitcom. Okay. Sure. So sure. basically, I, I do look pretty um, uh, unthreatening and innocuous. Right. And candidly, I mean, you know, if I did go into an office and rip off the place blind, Ray, what are you going to tell the cops? You're going to say, okay, this guy who's medium height, medium build, <laughs> brown hair, brown eyes. And white. Mid-40s, came in and ripped off a bunch of stuff. You, you know, I, they're never going to find me. No, so, you never. know, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, th that that does help. You've probably never paid to watch a movie, huh? Like, you just walk right in? Oh, well, I I, <laughs> I mean, I suppose I, I could. Have you um, tried? But, no, I haven't because um, I'm, I'm big on making sure that I'm not ripping somebody else uh, off. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Carry a ladder and just yeah. walk right in. I'm fixing the projector, guys. That is way well, too much I've work had... to go in. I've seen it work on uh, like TikTok or something. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I could pay for my own movie if I wanted, yeah. but, you know, I mean, uh, who goes to the movies these days? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, things to kind of keep in mind. All right. Fortune favors the bold. Right. That, okay. that is that is an old Latin proverb. It was true two thousand years ago. It's true today. Better to beg forgiveness than ask permission. Now that's not to say that I would actually beg for forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> I would simply turn around and say, "I didn't know. Thank you. Have a good day." <laughs> Something like that, you oh, know, because you never. The, the key is this: the world is filled with all kinds of power trippy people that go nuts about sure. protecting their own little empires and stuff like that. And one of the best ways to disarm them is to show them that whatever they're doing doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay? Right? No, I'm, 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 I'm dead serious. Okay? So uh, another key trait, though, I mean, I'm sure that you guys have already figured us out. You know, I mean, the, the, the key, one of the things about me is that my skin is really thick. Okay? That matters a whole hell of a lot more than my skin being white. Okay? Is that going through, you know, 
I don't really care what any of these people think about me. <laughs> right? Sure. You know, the woman at the bank, the, the nurses, what like what who cares what they think? When am I ever gonna see them again? Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That you is know? that is a really good mentality for life. That's the main thing. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, in, in addition to that, call it for what it is, I'm confident. Okay. And so I mean it's not so much that I act like I'm confident. I am confident, you know? I mean, I believe that uh, that that I have this uh, sense of worth, okay? Yep. And not because I think that I'm special, okay? But we because We hate that word. Right. You're you know, so special. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but but because Snowflake it comes down specials. right, but it, but it comes down to uh, I'm I'm a Christian, okay, and I believe that every human life was dignified and sanctified by the passion and the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. Sure. Okay. So I am respectful to other people. I demand respect in return. As you should. Right. Um, I don't lose my cool. Uh, I I. My, I have a rule about raising my voice. I only raise my voice to people that already agree with me on whatever it is. If someone disagrees with you, raising your voice is never going to help out. Right. You know, and same sort of thing when a power trippy person comes in your face. They're kind of like Dobermans, okay? <laughs> they, they want the fight, number one, or they want the chase. Uh-huh. Right? So if you raise your voice, you're just going to escalate. Sure. Okay? And if you act sheepish and shy like you shouldn't have been doing whatever it is that you were doing. They're going to eat you alive. Exactly. Exactly. So you turn around and you're like, oh, I didn't know. (laughs) Thank you. It reminds me of a Dave Chappelle skit where he got, uh, he's like, getting high he was like i'm super high and this officer comes up to me it was his wife friend and he goes my wife friend told the officer i'm sorry officer i didn't know i couldn't do that <laughs> and he goes i i didn't know i couldn't do that <laughs> i didn't think to say that <laughs> because you know you can't get mad at somebody who says i don't I didn't know. I didn't know. I, as long as there's, you know, a reasonable reason that they wouldn't have known or what have you. Or, you know, I mean, you could always turn around and say, thank you. I'll keep that in mind. Or even just say, oh, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so let's keep these little phrases in our pockets, guys, so we can use them going forward. Sure, sure. And, and keep in mind, folks, I mean, look... We're lucky enough to live in the United States of America, okay? This is a free country. There, That's right. There is not a square inch of this country that is off limits to me or anybody else. Tribal land, maybe. Well, okay, maybe tribal land. Um, but uh, apart from tribal land, there isn't a square inch of this country that is off limits you know, all of us um, should just be, you know, very grateful for, you know, where we live and everything. And I mean, keep in mind that whether your family has been here for 10 generations or if you've been here 10 minutes, 
every legal resident of the United States is uh, an heir to the American Revolution. So keep that in mind. I'm with it. Absolutely. I like it. And, you know, no no one's going to stop you. Yeah. So moral of the story, be confident, act like you belong. You can apply this to all aspects of your life. Sure. Right? Work, dating, out there, relationships. Yeah. Confidence is key in anything. Yep. Well, thanks for sharing, Tim. I really like that. I've heard these stories multiple times. They're good every time I hear them. They're nice reminders. Let's go break someone out of the hospital. <laughs> I know, right? You don't have to have like, hey, heist time. <laughs> Shawshank on them. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can break them out. I mean, um, that might be for, for the for the bill, you know, I mean, they will find you for the bill. They'll still why? send I you mean, the bill. Yeah, right? I mean, it's it's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. so in the Philippines, when Norris got really sick we visited they wouldn't let us their their security is like they don't have insurance out there so unless you unless you show them that receipt that you paid your bill in full before leaving the hospital you're not getting out of that hospital Hmm. yeah also did she tell you about the hospital in the philippines that we went to no phenomenal you walk up to the place in a really bad part of town and there's a looks like an ashtray by the front door and it says Please unload your firearms here. <laughs> oh, wow. That's it was, cool. It was a bullet wound hospital. The oh, yeah. people that were in there looked like they were waiting in line for like, I don't know, six months to get seen. Oh, boy. They didn't even change the bed sheets when Norris came in. And then when they told me they were going to do a blood transfusion or I don't remember, I was like, no, thanks. They're like, okay, we can just um, give them a shot. And it made the allergies go away. I was... I had no idea how much that visit cost because my stepmom paid for it. But we went to another hospital. This one is in a much more affluent area. Everything was brand new. Everything was clean. So here I am, super nervous, right? Looking at, like, how many credit cards did I bring? So how much is this going to cost me? Because this looks expensive. Mm-hmm. And when we went to go check out, they listed every item. Bed sheets, the little pail, the pillow, the medicine they gave us. And in total, can you guess how much it cost? And this was an ER visit at a, like, basically, this was a new, this was on New Year's Eve. It's where, like, the military folk go for there, or, like, the overseas American. Yeah, and, but they had movie stars at this place. They had to, like, shut down the hallways because this was on New Year's Eve, and I guess a movie star, like, got sick, and they were wheeling them through, and so they made everyone close so they don't see who they are. So, I mean, I'm talking, this is, like, a really nice hospital. In U.S. dollars? In U.S. dollars, how much did I pay? $86. Pretty close. $120. So do I get the prices right? Yes. Because you're under. You didn't go over. Isn't that that insane? How much was your dad's bill when you broke him out of that hospital? Um, The the government paid something in the neighborhood of (laughs) $23,000. Okay. For my dad being in the hospital for, I want to say... Uh, two and a half days. Wow. And that's why they wanted to keep them there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. But then again, you know, this is the good and the good, and we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. I know how much Tim is very passionate about this subject. My favorite thing to do in the entire world is complain. (laughs) Sure. Especially about our health system. Yeah. (laughs) We'll it on that thought, Tim. Thank you for coming and sharing that with us. I like your I like your style. 
man. Appreciate it. I'm going to try, try this stuff. I'm going to go into a bank and see if I can use their conference room. All right. Excuse me. Let me rephrase. I'm going to go into the bank and use their conference room. Absolutely. No trying, babe. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. That's going to do it for this week's episode of The Good and the Good. Please uh, like, subscribe, follow us. We're on Instagram at The Good and the Good. And we'll be back next week with another amazing guest. See you then. The Good and the Good. Did you see the memo about this? Yeah. It's good. It's good. I'll go ahead and make sure you get another copy of that memo. It's good.